Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm so happy you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to hit that subscribe button where you listen to podcasts. And for more encouragement, follow us on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I am your host, Sherry Steele, and I am so thankful and excited that you are with us today. You know, I want to spend the next four weeks discussing Advent. For those of you who don't know what Advent is, Advent is a season of the year observed by many Christians and churches for celebrating the birth of Jesus at Christmas time, but also the return of Jesus at the second coming. You know, the word Advent means coming in Latin. So before we get all caught up in the lights, the presents, the cookies, and those holiday movies, I want to talk to you about preparing your heart for this Christmas season. You know, Advent is celebrated in different ways. Some churches have like musical services. Some people fast or they do Bible studies. Some have candle lighting ceremonies at church or even at home. That's something that I've started doing is lighting the candle each week for Advent and making sure that I am focusing more on Advent than I in this season than the presents and everything else. You know, the candles on the Advent wreath, they symbolize hope, love, joy, and peace. And those are the things we're going to be discussing over the next four weeks. You know, we started season three of the Pineapple Principle episode, or excuse me, Pineapple Principle podcast, talking about hope. That was our very first episode of season three. And that also is what we're going to focus on this first week of Advent. So, you know, waiting is the hardest part of Christmas as a child. You know, we, when we're little, we're waiting to see what gifts we'll find under the tree or from our grandparents or from our aunts and uncles. And, you know, most of the time as a child, our waiting is on our parents for something because we can't do things for ourselves. But then the older we get, our waiting changes. Like as a teenager, you're waiting to get your driver's license or you're waiting to date or to see what your ACT, SAT results were or waiting to see what college you get into. And then as an adult, like me, you know, you're waiting on retirement or maybe waiting on that next vacation or waiting on grandbabies. You know, not everything is that instant gratification that we've become so accustomed to these days. Did you know The entire Old Testament is about waiting for the Savior to return. You know, between the Old and New Testament, the Israelites didn't hear from God for 400 years. That's a long time, y'all. Can you imagine? That had to be stressful. Wondering if they had been forgotten. Wondering if they would ever be saved. If things would change. You know, and then in the Old Testament in Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. They had been told their Savior was coming. And then in Luke 2, 1-7, in the New Testament it reads, In those days 
a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quinarius was the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And then it continues with this in verses 8 through 14. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. That promise was fulfilled. We have that living Savior that we can go to every day. If you've accepted him as your Savior, he is just a whisper away. We can go to him in prayer and all those things that we're waiting on, we can talk to him about it. Because remember, he keeps his promises to us. And in Jeremiah 29, 11, we are reminded that his plans are great for us. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. He gives us hope. We know we can expect him to fulfill our needs because we have that hope in him. You know, and maybe this Advent season, you are struggling with some things and you're not having the hope that you need to have. So I want you to ask your parents or a mentor or a friend, someone in your life that you can depend on to help you pray about those things that you're waiting on to remind you to have that hope in him and, you know, get a piece of paper and at the top, before you write those things down that you're hoping for, write Isaiah nine and six about how that hope came to the, was promised to them, that hope that came to the world. And write down Jeremiah 29, 11. That way you can be encouraged of the hope Christ brings. Put it somewhere where you can see it. So that way you will also be reminded how he fulfills his promises when they come, when those things come to pass and they happen. So I want to encourage you to have hope this season because having hope in him it's his promises are yes and amen. And they, these things will come for you if you just keep your hope in him. And I want to leave you with Psalms 33, 21 through 22. For our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. 
We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments and have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mention. And thanks so much for listening. We have a new podcast every Tuesday, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're loving the podcast, please leave us a review where you listen to this podcast, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just to name a couple. Let others know what you're getting out of it. And please connect with us on Instagram at Pineapple Principal. We'd love to hear from you. Or send us a message at our website, pineappleprincipal.org. Come back next Tuesday as we keep digging deeper. And always remember to keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.